Alright, welcome everybody. This is Big J from J Kingdom Records. I have my production manager, Lil Dex, in the house. He's doing all our music and he's doing all our editing for us. I have my son, Lil Rock, in the house, aka Lil J, in the house. He will be one of my guests every so often. I also have King Rhino from Under Siege, one of the top hot podcasts. So, we're going to be running two podcasts. One's going to be called J Kingdom Records Hour, and one's going to be called Under Siege. For Under Siege, you will hear my nephew Mike and my nephew Doughboy, co-host, running their show by Emperor Records. Then you will hear things from J Kingdom Records on our podcast, which is going to be representing all five labels. It's going to represent Lil Dex. It's going to represent Lil Gang Entertainment. It's going to represent J Kingdom Records. It's going to represent Empire and Doughboy and his record label. So, without further ado, welcome to the show. I would like to invite everyone to send me an email, drop me a question. You can reach me on Twitter, you can reach me on Spotify, you can reach me on Facebook, you can reach me on all the social media pages, Anchor. And the best thing of all, this show is an open show. So, let's get started. Everybody, welcome to another podcast with your man himself, Vic J. Edo. J A Y E O. I got my Rocky Rock in the house, Little Rock, Little J. What the word, John? I'm trying to Got my other half, my right, and now to my left, I got Dex in the house. Lil Dex, what's up? What's up, everybody? How you doing? Like I said, my right hand son and my left hand son. I got a couple of more sons, little ass, but he out of town, folks. But when he do come back, he will be on the show. Yeah. Then when it comes to uh, how we roll, we got my baby girl in the house. Daddy's baby. Every time I see her, I just smile. And. The other kids are gone right now, so they just chilling out. Now remember, if you was ever one of Big J, grown up adopted kids, nieces, nephews, and all that, this one right including my own, I never stop loving y'all. I love y'all to the day I die. But with that being said, let me get on the first subject. And the reason why I brought up the whole love thing and the kids is, again, why is it that another child wind up getting shot? 16-year-old young lady shot for a domestic disturbance call. You say she was on with a knife, so you open fire on a 16-year-old. But she was the one who called the cops. She was trying to defend herself from what I hear, and they shot her. Just like the poor baby in the car. You know what I'm saying? Like when you pull this boy over and you open up fire on him talking about you thought it was your taser. How many more of this is going to keep going on? Because now it's like because one of y'all finally got convicted. Now y'all want to get a little justice. So lose one of y'all, take out 10 of ours. And I think that's becoming kind of irrelevant right now because from what I'm seeing, it's just not right. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not biased. I got friends who I used to work with who became people on the other side of the law. And I, you know me, I'm from that other side of the law. But to make a long story short, when it comes down to it, and we think about how this is affecting the youth, they can't even walk down the street and get beat up and try to defend themselves without getting shot. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of messed up. Hey, Dex, there you go. Grab this for me. Oh, thank you. Lil J. <clears throat> right hand, man. What you think about it? I'm letting know. Uh, I'm putting like this. Oh, how old are you now? I'm 16. See? Well, I got to worry, folks. Now, go ahead, Lil J. I'm putting like this, y'all. 
when I walk out of this house, I have about six things to worry about. That's not even me coming, going and coming home. That's just me leaving out before I come home. Going out, I got to worry about if I open this door and somebody just shoot me automatically. I got to worry about getting to where I'm going and people mistaking me for somebody else and shooting at me. Then I got to worry about the police stopping me and either getting arrested or getting shot for something I didn't do. Or then I just got to worry about them stopping me and beating me. Number five is I got to worry about if I'm even make it home. And on the way home, I got to worry about more police and getting shot than I do getting lost or something. That's over 10 things. I didn't even say all 10. That's over 10 things I got to worry about just leaving out and coming home. I got to worry about if I leave the house and one of my family members end up passing away while I'm gone. Yeah. Screw that. Understandable. Dexter, what you think, son? Mr. Left Hand. I shouldn't speak so much on this, I don't think, just because I've never had to be on that standpoint before. I've never had to, well, not never had to fear for my life from the cops and not even doing anything wrong, just going out for a walk or sitting in your backyard or not even doing anything, just being asleep in your own home. I never needed to worry about that, but clearly these are things we need to worry about when the police are doing things like this in what we claim is a developed country where the police regime oh, the police regime in this country gets more and more to an authoritarian state when are they going to outright admit that they're committing genocide systematically just like the Turks did to the Armenians and the Chinese are doing to the Muslim West Chinese Sounds a little messed up. But you know what? For years, they have uh, always tried to figure out a way of knocking us down. Like J. Edgar Hoover, I mean Hoover, sorry about that. And how he went out to Martin Luther King and all them other black role models. They was always digging in deep because they said the Negro cannot gain knowledge like that. So a smart Negro is a dead Negro. And these are the words that was quoted. And I was like, wow, this coming from the man, the head man of uh, the most powerful agency there is back then in them days. And then to see her and say they was doomed before they even started. It was kind of messed up. I'm like, wow, it's so much that people do and don't see and what's in front of them come out. And then when you look back and say, oh, man, it was right there and I didn't even notice. But that's enough on that subject. Dex, can I get a little relaxation? Sure, sure. A little, oh, night long, oh, night, oh, yeah. All night long, oh, yeah. Yeah. All night long. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't care what they said about Mike. That man can make some music. What did Mike have to do with that song? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Because Mimi had his kind of, you know how his tempo music was like, huh? Like uh, his song was, uh, I can't use Thriller. Can't use it either. Kind of like. Billie Jean. Oh, you meant Michael like... Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, no, yeah. Artist, definitely. You know, they got that, that kind of... Help shape a genre. Yeah. Just, I don't care if you're a man or a woman, the, the voice and the smoothness of it, you just sit back like, 
relax mode, like it's a trance he putting you in. You know, like as soon as you're like, and then you sitting there watching these hour long videos. <laughs> Because every Michael Jackson video was what? A mini movie. Yeah. <laughs> like a little mini, mini, mini series. Yeah. Give you a background story, a bad guy, a good guy. I'm like, wow. And then get your whole storyline to go with it. Hey, that's an artist. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Did you find the music for me next? Yeah, how's this? <laughs> Sounds good to me. Just a little something to relax the Because <laughs> we gotta relax, folks. Here we go. Alright, so yeah, next subject is gonna be about the rover on Mars. I hope that was enough to kind of soothe the mood. So now we're going to move on to a little scientific stuff. So do everybody remember when we was on Under Siege and I told y'all about the rover that went to Mars with the little helicopter on it? Perseverance and ingenuity. Yes. Now, you remember I brought it out on that show and everybody ran and researched it and found out I was telling the truth because everybody like that's impossible. But I said, and they had a helicopter on it. You hear it made its first and second successful flights this week? Yes. Did you hear that it turned into what? I heard about the, the filter and the perseverance. It turned yes. the, the atmosphere into breathable oxygen. Yes. And what comes with oxygen? Water right behind it. Water. They've already found ice. They may yes. as well melt it yes, until yes, the yes. See if they can make it into hydrogen hydrogen monoxide or something close to that. Yep, they something said drinkable. they made enough oxygen for one human to have 10 seconds of air. Now, they want to take that technology, put it on something a little bit bigger, and then be able to create oxygen on Mars so that way they would not have to bring so much equipment with them. So says the news on the BBC. We need to do something like that on a bigger scale as well for Earth. I think there's a lot of CO2 in the Martian atmosphere. That's what it's mainly filtering and turning into oxygen. There's a lot of CO2 on Earth's atmosphere as well, warming up the planet, making it almost inhabitable and shit like that. And it could, like, if we could do that, turn it into oxygen, maybe it'd be good. Well, we had one little problem with that. We had that already in effect. Oh, we did? It was called the trees. Yeah, we need something like a tree, but like bigger. Well, here's the thing, though. Imagine before they started doing all that logging and knocking out all those forces. That's what I'm saying. The earth had enough trees to do <coughs> that job. But when they started chopping them down and deforestation and all that, you taking patches of your shield away. Exactly. And it's not coming back. And then you build a city on top of it. So, no matter how much we would love to fix the problem, we still got to understand. We created when we started doing all this logging and all this other stuff. True. Rocky Rock, what do you think about it, young scientist? <sighs> this your generation. See, man, I'm all into that, that scientific stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, I did hear about... It making this pass twice this week, and 
with this, as the pop said it, I've been on it, like tracking, making sure I know about all of it. It's true. It's on Mars made his second, there's two second passes within this week. And I'm guessing they are trying to find water on Mars. Have they found water on Mars? So I don't I don't know. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying, my mind is very open to it. And so as I'm updated, I'll update y'all. Water on all right, all right, all right. So, I got one more science fact for you. What's that? Well, I was uh, kind of riding, going to work, and then I heard him say something about the Chinese. The Chinese are building their own space station. Nice. To put up there. So that way they can service their equipment that they want to put up there. Now, here's the thing. Now, just just tell me if I'm right or wrong. So you have the joint one that everybody from all the nations is on, right? Yeah. Okay, just keep in mind. Then you have America who put their own space station up, right? Mm-hmm. Then the Chinese put up theirs. The Russians put up theirs. The Japanese put up theirs. The Indians put up theirs. I think if I'm not mistaken, Iran has one up there too. I'm not sure. Okay. So, now, tell me if this don't sound pretty normal. You heard of the UN, right? Yeah. So, if every country put their own space station up there, wouldn't that be the UN? See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? I mean, if they had meetings up there, maybe... (laughs) But here's the thing, though. Imagine all these space stations actually circling the planet Earth, right? 16 times a day. Now, everybody has their own station. Everyone in the UN has their own desk. See the contradiction of what I'm getting at now? Okay. And then they go to war down here. Who's to say they won't arm the space stations with weapons and go to war up there? But here's the thing, though. It's like all you're doing is taking the Earth and putting it in the stars and bringing the stars <laughs> back down to the Earth. It's the it's the vice versa, the same thing. So for us to go up there and start putting all these different space stations up there, you might as well say the new Earth is the space stations circling each other, ready to shoot each other down. So we're going to damage the space and time continuing as we did the planet. From everybody going to war, getting mad, launching missiles in space. Yeah, let's just go ahead and shoot missiles all around at each other. You know what I'm saying? So that's the analogy I was getting at. You know we're going to piss off our neighbors on Jupiter's moons. <laughs> so Rock, what you think about that, man? Uh, I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> okay. That's a lot of advanced technology. Yeah, let's think about that. We got floating robots in orbit of the Earth. We got rolling robots on the Moon and on Mars, and now we've got flying robots on Mars. Not to mention other machines flying around the solar system in the Kuiper Belt and the Oort Cloud and past Pluto and all that. And then you know what we need is a giant robot battle in space to be shown on televisions. You're trying to make this like Rick and Morty, ain't you? No, you're trying to make it like Voltron. <laughs> you can compare it to whatever you want. All, I know, is, all I know is giant robots sounds wicked awesome. All right, folks. All right, all right. So <laughs> the reason why I brought that up is all I was trying to do is show people that all they're trying to do is make the new space stations that everybody want to build of their own, just like down here on Earth where it looks like a UN. And every country has their own setup, and then they have one central, which would be the one that is the joint one. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of funny how they got that arrangement, even up in space, they're going to figure it out that way, too. So, why in the world is it that it sounds more like we're breaking away from each other instead of trying to join each other? 
That's a good question. So if the New World Order is trying to take over all the countries and make us all into one, why in the world would they let them break us all up like this? So conspiracy questionable, as they all want to say. So uh, next, now let's do one of these. Let's say uh, I want everybody to close their eyes, right? Okay. Everybody listening, if you're not driving and you're actually chilling out, <laughs> you can do it too. And I want you to listen to More everything. Flying. Flying. I want you to listen to things in the room. Now, I'm going to say three words. Cat, dog, house. House, cat, dog, right? All right, so what was the first thing you thought about when you closed your eyes and listened to the room? What did you hear? Fish tank. My girlfriend. You know what I heard? What did you hear? I heard y'all breathing. Because the room had got so quiet so you could hear the heartbeats. If you really tune into your lit hearing and you got that really deep hearing where you can hear everything, you can hear a person heartbeat in a silent room. I was able to drown out the fish tank and the little whispers over there, and I was actually able to just listen. I could hear the heartbeats. So if you folks want to try that, see if it really works, go for it. Because what you're doing is you're clearing your mind and getting your zing in, and you're just relieving all the stress and opening your mind to the new surroundings that you're in. And people don't take time to actually take meditation. So for people who get stressed out, get upset, they get angry because they might have lost their job or something came up or you lose a loved one or you got sibling battles, you know, take a moment out, clear your mind, and just release some of that stress and that pressure because you don't want to blow a vessel and you don't want to mess yourself up either where you're sitting in the middle hospital. All right, Dex, uh, give me something kind of ladylike, really. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a wave, kind of waving through your body. Yes. Yeah. Hit that tempo. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope that melody was nice and soothing for you, folks. I told you got to get a little zing, you know, you know, you got to get a little me time, that breathe in, breathe out, all that stuff, you know, just get it off your head, get that relaxation. Me right now, I'm drinking a Budweiser, sitting back talking to you folks, sitting back with my sons, my daughter, you know, we just in the studio, just sitting and talking, having some fun. So... Well, I'm going to bring up now, folks, another one of those. It ain't a bad subject, but it's kind of kind of off a little bit for me. 
So they just now approved the vaccine for the younger ones, the 16s around that group. But 19 women got sick and like eight or nine of them actually died from it. And then the other ones are in rehab. So I'm not saying that the vaccine is maybe a little questionable because I feel like this is your body. If you want to take the vaccine, take the vaccine. Nobody's here to judge you or tell you, hey, don't do it. But just know the facts of what they're doing. So once this thing, this Johnson Johnson was taken off the market and restricted, now all of a sudden they put it back on the market and say, oh, well, those people that died or those people that got real sick with those blood clots, eh, it's just one of me. We'll roll the dice. So what happens if you that one in a million person? You see what I'm saying? That's what people don't realize. Everybody's body is different. And everything, like when you do a blood transfusion, if you ain't got the right blood, your body is going to reject it. If you're using the same virus killer on everybody with different DNA strands, it's not always going to be in their favor. Like me, I can't take Novocaine. So when I got stitched up, I felt everything because my baby wouldn't take the pain medicines that they kept injecting me with and then trying to dope me up with. So I just sat there and got stitched up. I did the same thing. Uh, hey, that's what I'm saying. You know, we, I guess we just don't have to deal though, right? You know, we just got to take the pain. Because when I messed up my finger and they had to stitch my finger and my arm up, I didn't, I, I felt everything. Mm-hmm. None, of them, none of the anesthetics worked. And then that needle going through you like like a hook. It, yeah, it feel like it curves in your skin. It do, because it's like a fish hook. It curves up and they oh, we. Oh, God, no, no stitches. Man, they, when they stitched up both my hands. As a matter of fact, oof. let's be honest. When I was at school with Janaya, was there one of them where my stitches ripped? She was the one in the classroom helping me clean the blood up and stuff. Because I went outside to play football even when she told me not to. I was like, I'm not. But then I came back and I was like, they kept telling me, come on. <laughs> I mean, you know, I wasn't going to pass up playing football. I just wasn't thinking. And rip my stitches. So. Yeah, I'm sorry. Football, I played football. It's not worth me getting no more pain than what I got to go through. I was just bored and it was the last day of school. Yeah, well, I got tired of being the block that gets hit to keep you from getting to the other guy. Yeah, I got tired of that crap. And then the guy who gets the hit when I go charge, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, got tired of that too. Then went into boxing. That didn't work out too good. Kept getting in trouble. You know, it is what it is. But Dex, what you think about it? I still don't see why they put me out of boxing. What do you think about these uh, vaccines and these people and the different things that's going on? Oh, boy. Okay. So this whole pandemic has been a roller coaster for just about everybody. So we're sitting here thinking this is going to be the end of the ride. No, it's not. The Johnson and Johnson vaccine started fucking up, getting people sick, giving blood clots to wondering maybe 34,000 people. And now they're saying it's safe just because it came back with a warning label. Oh, sorry, I didn't do that. Go ahead, Dex. Oh, no, you had every right. <laughs> I sure was being quiet. That's like... He straight said just because it came back with a warning label. You know what it reminds me of? That drinking fountain in the Sears building that was out for, like, years. And then they said they were working on it. And then when they said they were done working on it, all that happened was there was an out-of-water sign on top of it. I'm telling you, bro. That's, that thing was sitting there for years. You know which one I'm talking about? It's, not, it's over there in the back hallway. I just thought it was there for decorations. Because, <laughs> <laughs> hey, like remember, Derek, Derek, remember, my uh, my barber office was right by, right by them back stairs, bro. Like, when he was, too. How's he doing? 
Bro, he's still cutting her, man. He doing man. good. All I know <laughs> is the wick office was in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah, my kids grew up getting wicked. And I'm like, oh, my God, we got to go in this space. Go up them doggone steps and then sit there in that dark brown room and wait. Like, oh, can we get this and go? And then you got to walk to the store with this big blue envelope. Well, look like a little book with these big green checks that they got to run to the machine. I'm like, man, I'm so glad they put on cars now. Now you can just be like, and hide the word, you know. This is for the people who want, you know, who's embarrassed to get wig or whatever. But here's the thing. When you got to go in the store and that one can of milk, one 12-ounce can of milk is $10. Oh, you talking about that? Um, Similac. That H&R paid, that H&R shop in there? Or? No, I'm talking, yeah. Well, no, this just goes for any store. When you get a can of that baby formula, that one can of milk is $7. Because I know I used to have to buy it when the wick ran out. And guess what? It didn't never go down. It's still $7. Now, with the wick, they give you enough cans where you ain't got to worry about it. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I had to stop for a minute. But, yeah, so all I'm saying is just because you get a little government assistance on me, there's nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? So don't feel ashamed of yourself like people trying to tell you, like, oh, my God. Because guess what? That very person that's doing all that was probably either raised up on it and don't realize it or they're using it, but they ain't, you know, they're not doing it today, so now they want to be that. So respect each other, y'all, because that's something that we all need to do. Right. You that's, know? A, that's a weird double standard as well. Talking about government assistance is a thing to mock people for. Like, I don't get that. Why is it black, like, white people always talk about, all oh, those black people probably live on welfare, and yet most of the people on welfare are white people. Or like how the word, um, the word ink, for example, just started out as a white people word and upper class white people word as well. Then the black people in the African American started using it and all of a sudden it fell out of favor. That became a gutter word. It's weird. Nah, it's about right. It's like, um, sort of like cultural appropriation, but like... I don't know how to explain it. Cultural disassociation. Something like that. No. I call it. Oh, oh no. You sound like us now. That ain't going to work. Kick it out. Get a new one. Because this is how things go, you know. It's kind of funny that people feel like. Because something is said. And something is explained in two different ways. So if I say, wow, it's green outside, and I go back and say, wow, it's looking kind of green outside. So automatically, some people would think that it's the same thing. I might just slip, but no, it's just two different ways of saying it. One way of saying it, and one way of seeing it. I mean, one way of saying it, and one way of seeing it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And you'll never get the same story. It's just like, the book that everybody always refers to, the apostles, they all tell the same story, but in their own view of the same thing that happened. Because if every one of them sound the same, then that means one man would have had it written because no two people are going to experience the same thing the same way. That's why everybody had a different version of what they seen, even though they was all sitting there looking at it. Rock, what do you think about that or not? What was that? What's that? Huh? Wait, what? I said, what do you think about that? 
With that man, wait, what was you saying? Really? I'm sorry, I was telling Dex song. I was saying. Dex, you better stop talking, man. I gotta pay attention. I was saying <laughs> with that analogy, what do you think? About what? About saying something and then like comparing it to how it's seen. Like how two people can never experience something exactly the same way. Oh yeah, 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 you know, gotta keep explaining. Look, I'm gonna tell you like this. Me and my dad get into it all the time. So get this. I ain't never gonna understand exactly what she's going through because I'm never going to be in her shoes. Exactly. Just like she's never going to understand exactly what I'm going through because she's never going to be exactly in my shoes. She ain't gonna be me like she ain't gonna be in my body. So you you can't try to understand somebody fully because you won't be able to. You you you're not in their body. You just gotta try to understand the things that they tell you and the things that they want help with. Mm-hmm. You but, just gotta be that early listen. But before I send it on the decks, now I got one more quick analogy for you. Look at the very things that you see things with every day. Your eyes. Yeah. People don't realize your eyes don't see the same thing either. A microsecond or two is changed from eye to eye. We might focus in, but have you ever noticed sometimes one eye is better than the other eye? So if the eyes was equal, they would always go down together or they'll be in the middle, right? So for that microsecond, the right eye does not see the same exact thing the left eye does. And people don't realize that. That's why I say there's no way that anything it's possible to see the same way that the same, you know, I just went with that. Dex, what you think? Yeah, that'd be weird if both eyes were exactly the same because then you wouldn't see things exactly the way you would and always have. Like, it would, like, feel close to normal, but it wouldn't feel, like, exactly normal, I don't think. It'd feel, like, a little off. Just because you're used to how you've been seeing for so long. Mm, I like that. See, that's what I'm talking about. Fun things like those, I love giving those brain teasers because it makes you where you can actually use your mind to think. Everybody know me as the fish tank guy at work, you know. The all fish that. guy. Yeah. Hey, look at The fish guy. Fisher Joe. So I'm showing them, I'm like, hey, like today. Joe the fisherman. I had one of my good customers come in, and he said, I did everything you told me to do. He said, is my water ready for my fish? Please. And he was, like, nervous. He I tested the water. I'm like, I like this dude. He like, I did everything you told me to do down to the word. So guess what? His water was perfect for his fish. He took home about six fish today. Nice. To put him in a new 55-gallon tank. I told him how to set it up. Shout out to you, man. Nice job on the 50-gallon. Yeah, because people listen when you give them that advice. So here's a quick rundown. We had a 55. We're just gonna do a quick, a quick peekaboo in on the old subject. So, if you have a five-gallon tank, that's four little bitty fish. That's either guppies, zebra tetras, I mean zebra uh, daniels, and neon tetras and a beta, one beta. 10 gallons will get you community fish. Not that many. No, but customers though, you know. Then 20 gallon, you can move up a little bit, get you maybe some exotic, maybe angel fish. 49, I mean, they technically want you to have them in at least a 40 gallon. But you can throw them off in that one because I know you're going to get a bigger tank anyway. Everybody does. I say go big. They say nah. They say no. They come back. Oh man, I should went big. Now I got that other <laughs> tank. Bigger the tank, less the problems. So that tank, 
19 fish always leave at least one gallon of water for it to evaporate and things of that nature. Then anything above, then that's when you need to get the big guns, get those going. So yeah, you got a shoving fish with boss man. You got to get that tank just right. And I'm telling you, all you got to do is just ask for help. Here's the easy way of doing it. I got this big tank. I want it going, and I'm trying to rush it. Now, usually I say give it 30 days to run while the bacteria kick in. And you can use things like Quick Start and our brand, and it has a bacterial starter in it. Then you still have to use water conditioner, too. So it should be two of those bottles. If I'm not mistaken, that's what I use in my tank. Yeah, so you got those two bottles. You're doing the mixing like I told you. Depending on what size tank it is, boom. You turn the lights on. You turn the heater on. And you just leave the tank alone. Because the heat's going to help cook that bacteria faster. Now we at that stage where the tank is finally looking good. Now, it's beautiful and clear. Then all of a sudden, bow, my tank is dark, gray looking, real nasty looking, real cloudy. Do I clean it? No. It's supposed to do that. It's letting you know that the bacteria are starting to stabilize. Then, guess what? Your tank goes back clear. Beautiful again. My that tells you it's ready for fish because it went back clear. That means the bacteria have settled. The tank atmosphere should be great. That's when you go get a sample of your water. You bring it in. We test it. Boom. Water good. Now, I don't mean go and buy 49 fish for a 55-gallon tank because here's the problem. They're going to die. I tell everybody, you got to do it slowly. You at least want to start a small school of at least six if it's anything bigger than a 20-gallon. 29 on up, you want to start with at least six. That's what you want to do. If it's something small as a 10 I would tell people only start off with three. That way you have the perfect school because three is a school, beginning school. And that will make the fish come in where they don't stress out. And that way you can monitor the water and see how they're reacting. Once you know that about a couple of days that they're doing good, then go back and get you three more fish. So now you have six. Okay, don't rush it. Let them swim around, let them keep swimming. Okay, everybody's doing good. About two weeks later, Boom. Now you go to nine fish in your 10. That's it. Stop. Nine fish in that 10 gallon is enough. You got a school of nine. And they're cool. You ain't got to do nothing else to it. Now, that's why I say go big because big tanks, you get as many as you want. But just saying. Rock, fish man, what's good? How's your tank doing? Man, my tank is doing big. Even better since I've been using the methods that my pastor's been telling me to use. You know what I'm saying? Sooner or later, I'm going to get some more fish. Uh, these fish multiply very fast. When you get convicts and Jack Dempsey's, you should get more than a 40 gallon tank. Because when I say they multiply fast and get big fast, they do it. So you should get at least a 50 gallon tank. Because I think I have a 40 or a 20. 20, duh. So you should get about a 40 or a 50. Because a 30, they still go out and grow. You want to give them at least two more gallons of so with that being said, if y'all want to get fish, remember, a lot of the fish that you get from PetSmart grow very fast, just like angel fish. My pops got them angel fish, what, this year, mm-hmm. 2021? Yep. And they're already almost the size of my pop's hand. One of them, I think, is the size of his hand. So when you get an exotic fish from PetSmart, get bigger tanks. Yep, sickness ain't no joke. Mighty, mighty Dex, what you think? Because I'm trying to still talk them into a fish tank when, it, when the room is ready. 
It'd be neat. I don't know if I have the space in my room for a fish tank, or at least not yet. Um, we but... need to build one in the other. That'd be awesome. Cause I'm finna put. Oh, at least a beta. I'm gotta put... have a little one to have something to look at. I'm finna put my fish tank built into my wall right here. But yeah. So go ahead, Dex. Finish up for me. I don't know very much about maintaining fish tanks. I've learned. A lot of what I've learned, a great deal of it, comes from living with Big Joe over the years. You know, him being the fish master he is. Um, I've learned a lot about how to maintain tanks for angelfish and goldfish and bio sharks. I've had a few tanks growing up. My sister had a 10 gallon in her room, which had three fish in it. It was uh, silver dollar cichlids, they were. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They want three of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, one of them got to torn the other two up pretty fast, though. That's why I said it. Yeah, they were too big to flush, so we had to bury them in the backyard. Cats found them about an hour later. <laughs> mm. We've only had to bury a few fish in the yard just because of their size. That was um, those and the placosmus that we had in the main tank in the living room, the 55 gallon. We had a placosmus that grew about 15 to 16 inches long. That's about average. That's why I say not in small tanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Small tanks are not going to work for sickness, y'all. We had a lot of different fish in that tank. We had some goldfish, some bio sharks, some rainbow sharks, some black sharks. I was so sharks. gonna say, I remember you telling me you had a rainbow <coughs> shark. Some tetras, neon tetras. I remember my pops bought about three, what was that, three betas back on Minerva? Mm -hmm. About three betas he had sitting on the, uh, on the fireplace in the living room. Because we had a home entertainment system too. About 20 mollies, male and female. They reproduce like crazy as well. And the I size know. of the litters they have on guard. Now you can't hey, now you can't forget if you put two different types of uh, bottom feeders on there. Yeah, we had I think one of them was a Picosimus and the other one was a black fin shark, which well, is like a catfish. When you get more than two Picosimus, it's a big chance that you might end up with a baby Picosimus. <laughs> I'm telling you, they may like crazy, but it's on an offspring. It's not like a, it's not well, like the context. This is a weird thing. They still ain't figure out how they mate. Yeah. Right. They may like crazy, but y'all never seen them. They also still haven't figured out how eels mate either, from what I've heard. And sometimes they come out more than one. More like a snake when they kind of curl around each other. That's weird. That'd be, that sounds solid, but at the same time, I don't know. We just don't know. <laughs> well, it's like a seahorse. How does a seahorse? The whole time, that's stuff would throw back on real quick. I heard quick. the males are the ones that get You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're going to go ahead yeah. and throw us on a little throwback. A little, uh, Justice. A little something, something I made this year, 2021, early 2021. It's censored, right? Yeah. We're going to go ahead and throw you out a sugar step, a clean version, radio edition. So, you know what I'm saying? I made Sugar Stepper right after my mama passed away. So, when my mama passed away the same night, I was thinking about a song for her, hoping that she would pull out of the state that she was in. But when she actually passed away, the song became so much stronger. And I felt like I had to put it on a track, and that's what made me start back up my record career. My mama had always told me to follow my dreams. And that's why I got her obituary right here on my wall, and I'm getting her face painted on myself. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and spin y'all my mama's song, Sugar Stepper Radio Edition. Hope y'all enjoy it. Let us know how y'all feel about it in the comments. And hey, yo, shout out Jackpot Beats. I'm gonna perform this live. 
Everything I did, I did it for my mama. She want with that, she want with that drama. Quit playing, boy. You know you'll get that llama. Talking about my mama. She a real. On the game. And I'm a real shit step. Step. You hitting up, and I'm hitting up too. Shooting up too. I'm a kid. Well, I got that drum. Hit you with the llama. Make a problem solve the time to a problem. I don't give a fuck about it. Yeah. And I don't really give a Cause I only give a about my mama. You talking, but I ain't really with that talking. If you talking, then I'm walking. Don't give a Mama told me to watch the love. She said they gon' keep down. She said they gonna let it go. I said, Mama, don't with them go. I don't really want with them go. On game. I don't really wanna with them. They, we talking. What's with them? I don't give a nigga. Boy, shit with them. And I don't really give a. She was raising up. All right, all right, everybody. And as y'all remember, that was Lil J's feature song. And that song is always going to be deep in all of our hearts for some fact. I even went out and had shirts made with it on there. And don't get too my arm. Yep, you can always go to our website, jkingdom.com. And Sugar Stepper hoodies will be coming out soon. Deco Design, and you can find the Sugar Stepper and other stuff on that up online too. Sooner or later, you will be able to buy Sugar Stepper and the full album on CD. Or download, because that's what everybody's doing now. Yeah, or download. You can always download it. Yep, yep, yep. Or text me and ask me for the link. I'll send you the whole link to the album. Or if you don't feel like going through all of that, type in LGE Lil J and my personal YouTube and LGE's YouTube channel will pop up too. Even J King. And that's cool, folks. Dex, what you think, Mr. Tech guy? Mr. Uh, tech, tech, tech. Not sugar slipper. Yeah, what you think about it? I love it. I think it's a great piece because it's centered around a great person. Sugar, or Mama as we call her, she was an amazing person, and she still is. Because I know she still is. And I'm going to let this be known. Without Dex over her, Sugar Stepper wouldn't have been able to be released. I didn't know what I was doing back then when it came to editing. He taught me everything I know about editing. And old folks. Time, old time shout out Jackpot Beats as well. That beat was tight. Yeah. Also, folks, the reason why I brought up that that whole Sugar Stepper and letting them play that song was we lost another loved one, which was like a brother to Sugar. And she always said that wasn't her cousin, that was her brother, because they grew up together. So hopefully they all are joined together. Like I always wanted to be with each other because like I said, you know, they was deep. They was like brother and sister. They grew up together. They went through all the dramas together. So now hopefully she's up there and she caught his hand and showed him where everybody's at. And they all chilling at their family reunion up there with all their aunties and pads and all the uncles and cousins and family members where everybody got peace. <clears throat> and I find it peaceful and joy that everybody has struggled and went through a lot of pain and a lot of 
sickness and things of that nature where they just suffer. And finally they can let the suffering go because the painful part of their bodies are gone and now it's just the spiritual and they can't feel pain once it's descent, uh, ascended to the next level. So that's the reason why I say you got to kind of look like we spend so much time thinking about the small irrelevant things where we need to be thinking about the more important things. So things like on that matter, sorry if I may interrupt. Speaking of thinking of important things. Is no one going to say anything about the door opening by itself? Uh, didn't yeah. see it. I did. So, what with that being said, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think it, it this door is secured by nails. So, it wasn't supposed to open. It was. So, uh, all I know is I'm ready. You know, I'm about to get out of the house. I'm getting out the house. No, I'm right. saying, like Malcolm said, oh hell no! There is a ghost in the house. I'm out. Well, let me tell you like this. First of all, you can't shoot a ghost with a gun. I'm not gonna shoot the ghost. I'm gonna run away. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> you can't shoot a ghost. I'm getting in there. You all like Malcolm, and I'm speeding off. But the only difference is I ain't coming back. Sorry, sorry. I go ahead. Hey, you gotta sit here and not acknowledge weird. Because the house is old. So it uh, has. That door crack. got nails in it to keep it closed, Pop. So I don't know what hey, you're talking about. Maybe the door just had some wind pushed through. The middle of the hallway. Man, it's hot in this house. How is it? Wow. But with that being said, Jai, you know we like to have fun on all the podcasts. So with that being said, we're going to lead y'all out on, uh, on a little song I like to. Bring out since we lost so many legends this year and last year and years before. I felt like I needed to make a song. Now, I call this song Why Can't We Let Go. This song goes for everybody that we've lost and everybody that y'all lost. May they all rest in peace. Stay strong and stay armed because armed victims are harder to rape. And that's a fact. That's not an insensitive statement. That's just fact. Keep something on you just in case. A 16-year-old girl got shot for having someone on her. That's fucked up. Um, You guys, they have self-defense classes. The cops are not. That will help. And just remember, the cops are not on your side if you are not white in this case, just know that. Now, let's be honest. They can't arrest you for something they can't see. 
So if you want to go out and buy some brass knuckles, buy them. Hey, yo, yo, yo. If I could also say out tomorrow to every person named Josh, may the best man win. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Legit? No, sir. I don't. All right, so over a year ago, this was planned. Everyone named Josh is going to a cornfield in Nebraska to fight to see who can keep the name Josh. Everyone else must either change their name or devolve. I don't know how it's going to work, but it's going to be something I want to watch. <laughs> so they're going to be doing this live. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If I'm not mistaken, Momo... No, he's not cool enough for that. He's not going? He's not cool enough to wow. be allowed. So, <laughs> let's be honest. We got I'm a better watch list. I'm going to watch this. So, with that being said, <laughs> everybody, I love y'all. J Kingdom, love y'all. LGE, love y'all. I especially love the girl I'm on the phone with right now tonight. She's she, But, uh, you know what I'm saying? We're going to keep on releasing bangers. Y'all just stay tuned. Mess with J. King on LGE and Dope Product Records and mess with Lil Dex. He will produce NT by T. Hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Soundtrack, and yeah. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Lil Ash. Lil Ash. Check out Superstar by Lil Ash dropping hopefully. Check next out week. Round the Way by LGE too. All but right. Lil Ash is going to be on the Round the Way remix. The hell he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are, y'all. You ready for slide too?